Book of the Living. All successful life is adaptable, opportunistic, tenacious, interconnected, fecund. Understand this. Use it. Shape God. This quote from Octavia Butler, a black science fiction woman writer, predicted in her story is the rise of a fascist right-wing zealot with the slogan, Make America Great Again, and offered a prescient look at climate change's disastrous consequences and its root causes that caused humanity to get out of balance with the natural world and with one another. Author Octavia Butler helped inspire a whole new understanding of liberation and justice work, and not just through a black woman lens, but for all of us to consider the ways in which capitalism and Western philosophical thinking have led us to the brink of this crisis. She posits a style of adaptive and relational leadership, a model designed to combat what she calls the greatest combination of flaws in humanity, that of hierarchy and intelligence. Octavia Butler's work also inspired a theory called emergent strategy. Some of you have probably heard this word before. It's popularized by Adrienne Marie Brown, an author and justice organizer who posits that the ways that we mimic patterns and structures from the natural world into our own human organizations is a way to become more effective agents of change and more relational beings as a whole. So the word emergence is defined by Nick Obolinsky as the way in which complex systems and patterns arise out of a multiplicity of relatively simple interactions. That what happens on the small scale is also what happens on the big scale. The term emergent strategy evolved from this understanding of mimicking the natural world to adapting that to leadership models and organizing movements, to plans and actions like the Movement for Black Lives, to an understanding of change and the constancy of change. Eventually, ending in what Adrienne Marie Brown terms how to be in harmony and love in and with the world. That emergent strategy is simply how to be in harmony and love in and with the world. So in her book, Emergent Strategy, she lifts up a series of principles and elements that creates this foundational thought. And I want to recommend some of them to you that I think apply for us here at Restoration, especially in this digital age. The first is, principle is that small is good, small is all. The idea that the large society, trees, ecosystems, is a reflection of the small. Octavia Butler quotes, Civilization is to groups what intelligence is to individuals. It is a means of combining the intelligence 
of many to achieve ongoing group adaptation. The idea that what happens in the small scale eventually happens in the big scale. That for us, how we interact with one another, how we are in our homes, how we are in our small groups, is eventually how we want to be in society. So when we talk about eighth principle work, for example, dismantling systems of white supremacy and oppression, systemic racism, what we do in our own lives will eventually be reflected in society as a whole, that it's a bottom-up movement rather than a top-down movement. That's something that this corona age has taught me, is that the power of our humanity is from the grassroots. It's from organizers. Because the people at the top, for example, are not always on our side. The second principle of emergent strategy is that change is constant. In fact, the theology of Octavia Butler, the theology of Adrian Marie Brown's book, is that God is change. Change is the one thing you can count on. This new reality for us is a time of intense and deep change. And change, as we know, can be hard. But, if you've been listening to me, to other ministers for the past year, years, decades, it's why we preach resilience and love. And I lift up the question again and again, what do you hold on to? What do you lean on when times are hard? What do you turn to? What faith practices, what traditions, what theologies speak to you, resonate with you? For example, what do you learn from our sources transcendent wonder and mystery, what do you learn from our principles? The fact that change is constant, something we have to deal with even more succinctly now, because so many things have changed so quickly, and what's true today will not be true tomorrow. Octavia Butler encourages us to be like water in the natural world that moves and ebbs and flows, but remains true to itself. If you're like me and you love Disney movies, you may or may not have seen the most recent Frozen movie, Frozen 2, that has a character called Olaf, who is a talking snowman. I'll spare you the details, but just know that Olaf is not only a talking snowman, he is also a theologian and a philosopher. And in the most recent movie, movie, Small spoiler alert, Olaf comes up with a theory that water has memory. It's important to the plot, but his idea is that all the water droplets in the world, in the universe, have passed through living beings, passed through clouds, down mountains, into rivers, out to the sea, and that this memory that water has connects all of life. I really like that. I'm trying to be more like water, to feel more connected, and to be more adaptive in my life these days. The third principle of emergent strategy is that nothing is a failure. Everything is a lesson. That in nature, life, 
death, evolution, everything is data, that nothing is a failure, that life overall is constantly learning and changing and adapting and learning how to be something more. We can take that to heart here at Restoration in the way that we do worship. We're going to try some things. They're not always going to work, but that doesn't mean it's a failure. If we had problems getting on Zoom this morning, it's not a failure, it's a lesson. If our live stream is having issues, it's not a failure, it's a lesson. The question is, what do we do with these failures, lessons, and how do we learn from them to find a way to lean into more harmony and love in and with the world? How do we lean into right relationship and what we learn from these? On the small scale, when it's more difficult to communicate with one another because we're separated by physical distance, what are we learning about how to be in relationship in this way? An article from The Guardian talks about biodiversity, the vastness of life. It says, a more philosophical way of viewing biodiversity is this, that it represents the knowledge learned by evolving species over millions of years about how to survive through the vastly varying conditions. And in this time of corona, maybe what we're being asked to learn is how to survive and thrive in this new reality. That yes, there's trauma, yes, there is grief, and maybe it's leading us towards something, towards a new form of living together. The last principle I want to lift up is that what you pay attention to grows. This theory of emergent strategy is the thing that gets your attention, your love, your care, your nurturing, your anxiety grows. Adrian Murray Brown says, look, we can put our focus on the president, on the Congress. We can put our anxiety on the virus and this new way of being. And whatever we feed is going to grow. Or... We can put it on our mission and focus our intention and attention on being in right relationship with one another. And what does that mean now that we're unable to gather as often in large groups? For me, this virus pandemic has illustrated how upside down my old way of thinking was. I was like the businessman in our children's story. The traditional capitalist thinking, the so-called job creators are the ones who make the country, who have the power. This virus has shown me that's not true. That it's not the job creators who make our country and our world great. It's the workers, it's the truck drivers, the cashiers, the stalkers, the nurses, the pharmacy techs, the farmers. It shows not that our system has been broken, I've seen a lot of social media posts that the virus is showing how broken our system was. Emergent strategy says, and I believe there are no broken systems. Systems work exactly how they're, de they're designed. So it's not that our system is broken. It's that we're seeing how wrong it is for us, how much it separates us from one another, spiritually, if not physically. So what do we do in this time? How are we learning to be in right relationship in this new way? 
How are we learning to be more connected to the earth from which we have been separated by these systems? It is not that humanity is the virus that nature is trying to get rid of. It's that we set up these systems that have separated us and disconnected us from all that is holy, from our Mother Earth, from one another, from the divine. So I want to offer that we might look for a way to reach out and touch each other in digital ways, to lean into this new reality for however long it lasts, and to think about Octavia Butler's leadership that is adaptive and relational, that changes for the moment and is always focused on who you are with. She writes, all that you touch, you change. All that you change, changes you. All that you touch, you change. All that you change, changes you. Even when we cannot touch each other physically, we can touch one another's hearts, minds, souls. This is the, our seventh principle at work, that we are interconnected and interdependent, that water has a memory, that we are learning to be in new ways. So my friends, how does love move in between us, connect us in this time? How might we harness that power of connection and creativity, the new ways of being together? What new adaptive ways can we find to embrace all souls and restore wholeness in this time, in era of physical separation and brokenness of our usual patterns? What are we helping to emerge that will reconnect us with God, with each other, with the earth? We celebrate the equinox, a time of balance. May we, my friends, be adaptable, opportunistic, tenacious, interconnected, and fecund. May we understand this. May we use it. May we shape God. And may it be so. Amen. <laughs>